0: Uh, our spotlight sponsor is Built Bar. Uh, most, uh, most moms I know love Built Bars. My wife does. Uh, Stu's wife does. Mm-hmm. She got us addicted to them. <laughs> mother's Day is coming up. Uh, just solve the problem of what to get mom for Mother's Day. A box of Built Bars. Now, m- you know, it may not be something that you want to give mothers. It's like, are you calling me fat, out of shape, uh, that I need healthy food? Yes mom cuz we want you around. Uh, Built Bars they are fantastic. <laughs> they is, are fantastic. Not in a visible uh, way. Uh, you don't think hard. so? No, no. Yeah, okay. All right. Yes mom, that dress does make you look fat. Have some Built Bars. Builtbar.com use the promo code beck15 save 15% off your first order. Promo code beck beck15. Program. This has been fantastic, great news. People pushing back in Montana. The new governor up in Montana said they are stopping some of the federally funded unemployment benefits to address the state's severe workforce shortage. Nearly every sector in our economy faces a labor shortage, says the governor. The vast expansion of the federal unemployment benefits is now doing more harm than good. Wait until you hear this whole story. You're going to want to move to Montana. I mean, I already do. <laughs> and now they've got a great governor that is actually talking common sense. We begin there in 60 seconds. The Glenn Beck Program. All right. We really need to put our money where our heart is. We need to be able to look at these companies and say, do they do they agree with me, disagree with me? And if they disagree with me, here's the important question. Are they working against my interests? When it comes to cellular technology, the answer is almost always yes. And I mean, they are putting millions into things like Planned Parenthood, anti-Second Amendment things. You've got to stop giving these people money. Now, I would not come to you and say that if I didn't have a an equal or better option for you. And it is Patriot mobile. Patriot mobile has the broadest nationwide coverage. They use the same cell towers as all the other carriers. So you're going to get the same great service. They have plans that will fit any budget. They even have multi-line discounts. They'll make it super easy to switch. All you have to do is go to patriotmobile.com slash back or call their U.S.-based customer service team at 972-PATRIOT. That's 972-PATRIOT. While you're at the website, you might as well enter to win a free phone and cellular service for life. All the details are at patriotmobile.com slash back. So get great coverage, get great customer service, everything you need at a lower price, and you're not uh, uh, paying for uh, baby abortions. How great is that? MyPatriotMobile.com slash Beck. Alrighty. Let's uh, talk a little bit about Montana. Stu, I'm finding some governors that I absolutely love. Uh, still a little early. I haven't kissed this governor yet, so i <laughs> we're not committed yet. But the last couple of times I've seen the governor of Montana come up, I've loved him loved him. <laughs> imagine. Don't do. You if, know this happens over and over again. You
1: fall in love with these politicians for like 2 weeks and then they do something you don't like and then and then there's just this a nasty breakup and you are if it's like a reality with, TV show. I haven't
0: had a breakup with uh, Governor Nome yet. Haven't had one. That's I true. One. I mean there's some that are But imagine Governor Nome uh and we take some of her And then we take Governor uh, Gianforte and we make a baby. Imagine what kind of governor we might have. (laughs) I don't know why.
1: Uh, I don't know why this has to happen over and over again.
0: I know. I know. Listen, uh, so what he has said is they're having a a shortage of workers. And it's happening all over the country. And we know why it's happening. People are being paid more money by the federal government to stay at home than to go back to work. And why would you do that again? Human nature. So they're staying home. Well, they're having a huge uh, labor shortage in uh, Montana, and so the government knows that it is best for all of society if everybody is going to work and doing the things that they, you know, were trained to do. Uh, so they're they're cutting off the unemployment. Benefits the federally funded unemployment benefits just at least some of them it's the extra three hundred dollars a month and they're going to take that extra three hundred dollars a month and they're going to start uh, offering a return to work bonus to help every employer looking to hire so they're switching the incentives around uh. Starting June 27th, if you are in Montana, you will lose access to the extra $300 in weekly unemployment benefits. You can retain your regular benefits. Contractors, gig workers, and others will also lose access to the Pandemic Unemployment Assistance Program, meaning those workers won't get any benefits. This is going to really impact. I'll bet you you see Montana roar back to life and possibly without a lot of local inflation uh maybe you just see them go back to work and if they can produce products that helps lower inflation the more we pay this i just cannot believe that everyone in the government is this stupid that everything that they are doing is destroying the work ethic the business property rights freedom of speech, rights, everything they're doing is destroying what we have built. And I'm sorry, it's just no accident. Uh, And I support any of these states doing what they have to do to get people uh, people back to work and to enhance freedom, enhance freedom. I don't support you if you're like, you're going to go to work or you're going to go to jail. But anything that you can do that is within the constitutional power, do it. Do it.
1: You, um, I know. You, obviously, you like to have evidence to support your claims. So, and you okay. didn't provide any. So, let me at least ask you if you have some. What yeah, evidence? We had him on. Remember? No, no. Remember, well, we I didn't had him the, on. I didn't ask the question. All right, go ahead. What go ahead, evidence do ahead. you have that the people in the government are not that stupid?
0: Okay, I don't have the evidence. Okay, I don't. I didn't think so. It sounded like a wild claim. (laughs) Yeah, other Mm -hmm. than they're all Ivy League, you know, churned out, which makes them all social justice warrior activists. Mm -hmm. But beyond that, I have no evidence. No evidence. (laughs) I haven't seen much. I will say over the years. (laughs) Yeah, it's bad. Um, Can we go back to the uh, permanent housing crisis that our government is is creating now? So the forbearance and mortgage bailout Uh, forbearance is just, you know, a fancy way of saying uh, they don't have enough money to pay for this. And so we're going to have to rewrite the loan or we're going to have to kick them out. But we can't kick them out because the government won't let us kick them out. Bank of America came out last week and they said that I think I think it was Bank of America was 22 percent. Um, and Bank of America generally has had higher standards on mortgages than some of the other banks. They think now that 30 to 35% of all mortgages are going to be in default the minute you take the forbearance uh, CDC dictate out. So here's what happened. Um, Yesterday it was taken out and Biden has said, no, you're not going to do that. No, we're going to fight this one. Uh, And so what's happening is we are causing all kinds of other problems. We are causing now the actual landowners, the people who have the actual mortgages to the bank. We have them under stress because they're not getting the money the money if i mean if you're going to do this and say the federal government is going to pay the the rent nobody's going to lose their house because we told you to stay home and so we'll pay the rent well they're not doing that they're just saying we're going to send you money they send the people in the house money but the people are not required then to pay that to their landlord and so they're not So the government is screwing the banks now because the banks have all of this debt and somebody's got to pay the bank. But I don't think the banks are all that concerned because they'll print more and get it from the Fed. Then you have all of the business people, all of the people who think of think of how many people are behind the eight ball because the government said they had to do something. Everyone else is getting bailed out, but you're not because you don't have a special CDC category. I know a lot of people. This is this is screwing and creating. um, What was it called in the 1930s? Do you remember? It was like the invisible man or it was forgotten uh, man, the forgotten man, Mm -hmm. the forgotten man. We are creating the forgotten man. In fact, play the audio that we had from the lieutenant governor today when he made this viral video. This guy was a just a a worker on in a factory on a factory floor. He went to Greensboro to the city council because they were talking about, you know, what are we going to do to restrict guns? And he just started he just gave this speech. Now he's not a factory worker anymore. Now he's the lieutenant governor. He was just elected. But listen to this, because he talks about the Forgotten Man.
2: What I really came down here for is this. Uh, I've heard a whole lot of people in here talking tonight about this group and that group, and domestic violence, and blacks, and these minorities and that minority. What I want to know is, when are you all going to start standing up for the majority? And here's who the majority is. I'm the majority. I'm a law-abiding citizen who's never shot anybody, never committed a serious crime, never committed a felony. I've never done anything like that. But it seems like every time we have one of these shootings, nobody wants to blame, put the blame where it goes, which is at the shooter's feet. You want to put it at my feet. You want to turn around and restrict my right, constitutional right that's spelled out in black and white. You want to restrict my right to buy a firearm and protect myself from some of the very people you're talking about in here tonight. It's ridiculous. I don't think Rod Serling could come up with a better script. It does not make any sense. The law-abiding citizens of this community and many communities around this country, we're the first ones taxed and the last ones considered and the first ones punished when things like this happens because our rights are the ones that are being taken away. That's the reason why I came out here today. Gun show or no gun show, NRA or no NRA. I'm here to stand up for the law-abiding citizens of this community. Because I'm going to tell you what's going to happen. You can take the guns away from us all you want to. You all write a law, I follow the law, I'll bring my guns down here, I'll turn them in. But here's what's going to happen. The Crips and the Bloods on the other side of town, they're not going to turn their guns in. They're going to hold on to them. And what's going to happen when you have to send the police down there to go take them? The police can barely enforce the law as it is. It's what I see, we demonize the police, criminalize and and, and vilify the police, and we make the criminals into victims. And we're talking about restricting guns? How are you going to do that? How are you going to do that when the police department's already hamstrung? You're not going to be able to go down here and take these guns from these criminals. So the criminals are going to hold on to their guns, they're still going to have them. They're still going to break in my house and they're still going to shoot me with them. And guess who's going to be the one that suffers? It's going to be me. Well, I'm here to tell you tonight, it is not going to happen without a fight. And when I say fight, I don't mean shots fired. I don't mean fist thrown. I mean, I'm going to come down here to this city council and raise hell just like these loonies from the left do until you listen to the majority of the people in this city. And I am the majority.
0: This guy (laughs) is fan.
2: Fantastic.
0: Awesome. Fantastic. How did we miss his election? Yeah. His rise from factory worker there two years ago to now the lieutenant governor of North Carolina. And, and the guy that, is fantastic. Not but only what did, he's saying is mm-hmm exactly right yes
1: yes i mean it could have been possibly the global pandemic and um and everything else going on we did miss it though because i'm sure people in north carolina are like yeah we were watching this closely but i will also say looking at the north carolina results uh not only did uh, mark robinson uh, outperform the republican uh, gubernatorial candidate but also outperformed donald trump in north carolina i mean you know the the the, the left has got to be terrified of this guy this oh, is yeah. this is like their worst yeah. nightmare. A guy who could speak plainly, who's smart, who knows what he's talking about, who knows his rights. Uh, this is the type of uh, candidate that is going to uh, rock the world, and he's black,
0: and he's black. And the Democratic governor uh, uh, governor was talking about how you just can't make it. It is state of the a Spe- state of the state speech. I think last week, hmm. you know, you just can't make it because of uh, uh, because of just this systemic racism you're just not going to be able to make it standing right beside him was the new lieutenant governor who was a factory (laughs) worker two years ago and i talked to him about it and he was like i know i mean it and he didn't mention him at all it's a historic thing but he didn't mention him at all because it goes to prove everything you're saying governor is a lie
1: is this though? Does does he really count as an African American, Glenn? No, he doesn't. I, no, I mean, that He is likes the, guns. It's the way they treat him. I mean, oh, I, I know. If he doesn't, if you don't align
0: with these views, you lose oh, I know. your color. I know. Here's the thing. Here's what's. Here's what's coming, and and here's how I know it's true. What's coming is the forgotten man of every color. The the people who are law abiding citizens, they are going to find themselves under the screws of almost everybody because of inflation, because of jobs, because of the new ESG, the Great Reset. They feel like they haven't been listened to and they eventually are going to rise up. And that is exactly what they want. And how do I know that? Well, that's why they're dismantling the police right now. They want strife and they want chaos. That's what they need. So, the last thing we should do is to play into chaos. But they are coming after our police. They're coming after the people that might agree with the forgotten man in the military. And they are grabbing control of these. That's why they want to federalize the police. Because if they can do that, they have America by the throat. By the throat. Support your local police. Support your local sheriff's department. Really, really important. And never, ever forget, you're not alone. You're not the only one that feels this way. You are in the majority. We just keep quiet, and that's got to stop. American Financing, NMLS, 182334, www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. Sarah, who just wrote in to us, said that she she heard about American Financing through the blaze and decided to give them a try. She told me they are fantastic. Uh, We were assigned a a whole team to take care of us. They were amazingly helpful. Great communication all around. And above that, uh, we got a great interest rate to boot, 2.75. Thank you so much. Uh, boy, Sarah, it's you're welcome. Uh, you know, all I did was pass on the information of these people a they're a family run, uh, owned and operated business. They've been in business, you know, I don't know, since before the uh, great crash. Their customers weathered those storms because they don't work for the bank. So they weren't high pressuring anybody to get into a really super, super loan that you couldn't really afford that's why i do business with them is because i've watched them for years it's american financing american financing can help you with a new mortgage getting your interest rate to the lowest they can help you refi to change your interest rate get it to the lowest they can also help you get out of all of the high interest credit card debt by rolling them into your mortgage without resetting your mortgage It's American Financing. Spend 10 minutes, see if they can help you out. American Financing, the number is 800-906-2440, 800-906-2440, or go to AmericanFinancing.net. 10 seconds, station ID. Oh, boy. Hey, um, before we get too far down the week, um, did you see that picture from the Carter Center? Do we have the original picture from the Carter Center uh, with uh Jill and Joe Biden and the Carters? yeah there it is if you if you look at that I know this went around and and it became a meme uh, for a lot of things, but we're we're a much more serious program, and we look at these scientifically um it looks as almost as though Joe Biden is so big that Mrs. Carter is like a ventriloquist puppy uh puppet yeah right it does I mean, It she really does. Teeny, and he looks huge and it's interesting to see that the only time the biden's aren't wearing masks is when they're around really frail old people um but maybe that's just me and we were talking about how huge they were and the problem is you don't have any perspective i mean you just assume that you know everything is as it is and uh so we decided i said let's put something that everybody knows into that scene so we can have some perspective to see how small the, the carters are or how big the bidens are and so we took andre the giant and it was shocking <laughs> uh if you're watching the blaze you'll we'll wow. tweet this out for you yeah wait so isn't that amazing the
1: carters actually aren't small at all
0: no they're actually quite no. large yeah because uh, you'll see i mean andre the giant he right after this picture was taken he popped up onto the lap of uh, mrs <laughs> carter and uh they are enormous yeah they're enormous in real life and the biden's even bigger yeah <laughs> yeah oh, yeah <laughs> biden's <laughs> yeah. are yeah. gigantic yeah, they're monsters they're monsters <laughs> in almost every way um i'm sorry dr monsters Dr. Monsters. Dr. Monsters, yes. Mm -hmm. Dr. Monsters. That is really one of the strangest
1: photos I've ever seen in my life. It really, I know sometimes perspective can play with the way things look, but like it, they both of the Carters look like they're three foot one. Yeah. Or the Biden's look like they're
0: 11 feet tall. One of the two. Right, right. It looks like almost like they're in like, you know, play furniture. You know what I mean? (laughs) Like in a kid's room. (laughs) Yeah. And they're kids. They just, I mean, have they. Have they gotten that? So I know people when they get old, get smaller, but that not that small, right? And especially once you put Andre the Giant into that picture, it is remarkable. It's remarkable. I don't know what's going on with the Carters, but I know when you start to head towards massive inflation, the thing that you want to do is take pictures with the president that is known most for inflation and stagflation it's good for your numbers joe good for your numbers this is the glenn Beck program <laughs> not wearing a mask i mean the whole thing doesn't make sense all right let me tell you about rec tech uh the products that i talk about on this program i truly believe in i will not take a client i don't believe in uh if i use the product i will tell you i use the product if i say i don't use it but i hear i'm told i will tell you that Rectech is a product that I believe in. Rectech is a product that I use. Rectech is a product that I love. I love it. I am the worst at grilling out. I didn't learn it from my dad. I don't know how you learn it. I just met a new friend, and he I was over to his house, and he's like, I hope you like your steaks either wildly raw or burned to a crisp. And I said, that's the way I cook them all the time. Absolutely. I don't know what it is, but until I got a Rectech, I couldn't cook anything outside because I just don't I don't have that skill. The Rectech has that skill. It's a fantastic built to last. I mean, after the nuclear winter Rectech, R-E-C-T-E-Q dot com, Rectech dot com
1: so much great content on blaze tv you can be a subscriber and help stop conservative censorship at blaze tv.com slash glenn promo code is
0: glenn This is the Glenn Beck program. Welcome to Thursday. We have a dear friend joining us now, really talented filmmaker, a guy who everybody says, you got to get into culture. He's actually doing it and making a big impact. He has changed Swedish uh, immigration policy, U.S. trade policy, education policy here in the country. He has been on ships, you know, tracking down jihadist pirates. I think he's a lunatic. But he's actually really, really smart and on our side. Um, And he's just put a new video out. Uh, I'm going to play about a minute of it, but this is I'll tell you where to get it here in a second. This is worth watching and reposting and spreading in your network. It is Ami Horowitz on the streets of New York talking about the rich paying their fair share.
3: So, do you think that the poor pay a higher percentage of their income? Yes. Or the rich? They, they do pay a higher percentage the of their poor. income. Yeah, they do, yeah. Oh, the lower class, definitely. Pay more. Yeah. Lower income people. people. Poor people. The 1% earn about 25% of all the income in America. Right. So well, there you go. If we're talking about fair share, right. then, you know, if you're bringing in 25% of the income, 25% of the taxes should also That would be fair. Yeah, I would think so, yeah. And would you be surprised if I told you that the top 1% pay 40% of all taxes? I would be surprised, yeah. Would it surprise you if I said the rich, the 1%, pay 40% of all taxes in America? Interesting. Would surprise me. Yeah. Do they? Yeah. Yeah, interesting. So a little, little more fair than you might have thought. Yeah. What percent of income do you think the top 1% pay? I
2: think they're paying like 2% of them. They're
3: paying 27%. What? 27%.
0: Ami Horowitz, welcome to the program. Amazing. It's How a are you? Pleasure.
3: Yanni? And by the way, such a wonderful pleasure to be in a town where I don't have to wear a mask and get people yelling at me and screaming at me <laughs> and oh and God. mask shaming me. That mm. is awesome.
0: Yeah, Texas is is a pretty awesome place to live. Uh, I can't imagine what it's like in New York. I was up in Connecticut a few weeks ago. We had a death in the family, and had to go up to Connecticut, and it was like a. F- it was it was like I thought Elon Musk had drugged me, put me into a spaceship, and he had already populated Mars. And it looked like Connecticut, but it was completely Martian. It, it, I, I, the people there, it's a mental illness now. It, oh, it is. really it, it's is absolutely a mental become illness.
3: mental illness. There's no question about it. No, I mean, look, most of these people are vaccinated, but they will wear. You, they, you will see them running in the park wearing masks. I saw, I saw a guy riding a horse wearing a mask. <laughs>
0: okay. I'm surprised right. he didn't I mean, put a mask on the I'm horse. That's, I, um, I would just <laughs> like to point out, um, I've seen a lot of things in New York, but the exception of a cop, I've never seen anybody riding a horse in New York. No, there,
3: there, are, there are horses in, uh, in Central Park. Yes, you can ride a horse. You can walk you can walk you can ride a horse in Central Park. It's true.
0: You can ride a horse in Central Park. I mean, you rent it there, or do you have to bring your own horse?
3: They, 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 they used to have these stables right off of Central Park. They've now kind of right. changed them, but they still have horses right. that you could you could rent out.
0: <laughs> huh. They don't really run, horses. they're just walking. But yeah. Because yeah. they're probably beaten at that. They're like, I can't live in this city one more day. I just can't do it. <laughs> I
3: can't do it. Where's the glue factory, man?
0: Uh, right. So you were on the streets of New York and I mean, one of the guys that you were talking to was full-fledged Marxist. Oh, yeah. And what was what was shocking about this was how certain all of them were about facts that were completely untrue. And then uh, surprised, but not like embarrassed that they had it so wrong.
3: You know, I actually, a lot of my videos are... Look, they're they're important, but they're dark because they're just they're. I'm showing the underbelly of the left, right, and what they mm-hmm. actually believe. This video is a little more hopeful because, as as certain as they were about faulty fa- faulty facts about taxes. Uh, which, by the way, this is this is if you ask anybody on the left, right, they would they would say the same thing that these people on the video saw. Of course, the rich mm-hmm. pay more. Of course, the rich will pay. I mean, the 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 poor pay more, and the rich don't pay their fair share. But the hopeful part of this video was when they were confronted with the facts, with the actual reality of what tax policy is, they reversed themselves and they said that actually does sound fair, right? And this is and and it's a hopeful video in the sense that we are right on the facts okay we are right on the facts and if we're able to get that out there we could win this argument because let me tell you easily the the class warfare issue is going to be the battle we it's not going to be the race issue and the race issue is really when when I spend a lot of time with BLM protesters, and I start scratching the surface and, and presenting them with the facts, right about how many people are actually killed unarmed by black people by white police officers,
0: right, right, they, right. They
3: they will they will accept that and poo poo it, and they'll then it'll switch to a class issue, because ultimately, what is critical race theory? Critical race theory is simply a a, a slight deviation from class theory.
0: Yeah. Of Marx. You have something that, or you don't have something. Because this other class that happens to be white has it.
3: Right. And the real battle is not going to be race. It's going to be class. And there is, you know, the studies have showed over and over again that a significant portion of youth in this country want communism. Not social democrat, not, not to be social democrats like the Europeans. I'm talking about straight up Marxism, communism, the destruction of the free market. We, it is not quite a majority or a polarity, but it's getting there. It's over 20%, 25%.
0: I'll tell you this, Ami, um, you can see it. um, You can see people being able to rationalize it at some point as well, because the government has been so corrupt. They have done so much with, you know, in the last year we've spent 19 trillion dollars. Where's that money? That's not going to the average person. That is going to giant corporations. It's going to graft. I mean, it's no one is actually feeling the impact of that. And when you start to see real inflation, you will look at the bank and go, you got all of that money from 2008. I got nothing. I got nothing. And you're going to start looking at these companies that are now lecturing us, Coca-Cola, on how we have to live our life, et cetera, et cetera, and what's good and what's bad. And you're just going to look at all of these people and say, you are my enemy. You are my enemy. And you'll put all people in that category, just like we do now. If you're a, a conservative, you're evil. If you're a liberal, you're a Marxist. That's not true, but that's the way human nature does it. And Marxism encourages it.
3: Yeah, look, there's, uh, there's no question. I think that the, the, the lack of understanding, you know, and I guess Joe Biden must have gotten a tour of the Treasury building and he goes, wait a second, we own the printing press? <laughs> I can just print as much money as I want. <laughs> what? I mean, that's what it must have been like, right? What do we have? Yeah. Ten trillion dollars in new spending Trillion, Trillion, ten trillion dollars. And that's your point. The point is no regular person is gonna feel that because our economy's too big, the country's too big. That even those kind of numbers don't really have an impact. And yes, and most of that money end up going through fraud and waste, and they're gonna say, well. What happened? What happened to this money that we sent? And then, when, when you, of course, when the yeah. bill comes due and inflation hits, right, and then they're really going to feel it. And that's where they're going to say, what happened here?
0: It is the the biggest uh, theft ever. And we've gone through somewhat. We've gone through some of this before. Not, you know, um, Marx believed that capitalism was evil and twisted and and was exactly what it has now become and he, he so his idea of people rising up against the upper class is accurate if you are like the upper class appears to be and not all upper class i mean the institutionalized upper class is they are getting benefits that no one else is seeing uh and we've gone through it before i was with jay leno at his garage a few years ago and he has this beautiful bugatti it's this big old 1929 bugatti and my son ran up to it he was little and i think he had peanut butter on his hands and i'm like (laughs) don't do it and uh jay was like no go on sit in that's what it's for i mean it was really crazy um but as he was in touching everything and leaving jam prints over this bugatti (laughs) i said to uh i said to jay uh what a beautiful car and he said better story behind it than it is beautiful he said that car was purchased in 1929 in new york by a guy who was head of an industry he said um he never drew uh, never drove it by the time he got it It was too dangerous for him to be seen in the Bugatti. He said that car ended up, uh, they took it apart and they used it as a truck. They just completely took this amazing car away and used it as a truck. Because every time that car would be seen, it was class warfare. And you're a bad guy because you have that car.
3: And by the way, today today you're dressed like Jay as well. (laughs)
0: <laughs> There's a lot of denim going on. You're right,
3: but
1: yeah, but,
0: there is a lot of denim going on. and the sca- white hair. <laughs> That's right.
3: Nothing scares me more than class warfare. Look, when you go to Europe, one of the one of the one of the many differences between Europeans and us is that the Europeans are jealous of people in the upper class. If you have a mm-hmm. if you have a beautiful car in London or, in, or or in in Paris, oftentimes friends of mine who have those kind of cars, they get keyed. Because people are so disgusted that they have that kind of wealth. And I don't and here, this country was so beautiful about it is we're aspirational. We look at people yeah. with beautiful cars and you're thinking is not, I need, why does he have that car? And not me. You think I want that car. I'm going to do what it takes to get that car or that house or wherever it is. And we are losing that beautiful aspirational part of our country because the left has engaged us in this damaging class warfare which like i I can't repeat enough it will be the battle for the next 10 years for the soul of this country more than any other issue that we're facing it's the class warfare uh issue that will will either sink us or will take us ahead for the next hundred years
0: so i want to take a break and come back and i want you to answer this question when we come back do we make it 10 years do we have enough in our tank do we have enough tools and enough people that understand those tools to be able to put up a fight and to win this fight, especially when everything seems to be going in the other direction? I'll have you answer that when we come back? First, our uh, our sponsor this half hour is LifeLock. Cybercriminals hate their people, too. Okay, they're not very good people, but they are people. And, you know, you can do what you can only do. Sponsor a cyber criminal today who's living probably in his mom's basement. You can sponsor him for pennies a day. Well, maybe not pennies. You know what you could do is just give to that cyber criminal by doing nothing to protect all of the information that you just dump online every single day. Because cyber criminals are people, too. They have kids to feed. Or kids to sell. I don't know what kind of business or what, what they anyway. LifeLock, if you don't want to sponsor a cyber criminal, LifeLock is there for you. They will detect a wide range of identity threats from these guys uh, who are living in their mom's basement or in many cases in Putin's buildings. Uh, they will detect your information. If it's been compromised, they'll send you an alert. Plus you have access to a dedicated restoration specialist. If you become a victim and they have that, which most don't, they have that because they know how tough it is and that they can't protect everything. They can't catch everything. Because it's changing every day. Right now, you can save up to 25% off your first year at lifelock.com with the promo code BECK. So call them at 1-800-LIFELOCK, 1-800-LIFELOCK, or lifelock.com and use the promo code BECK. Get 25% off now. And help these cyber criminals move out of Putin's basement. The Glenn Beck Program. Three minutes. This is the Glenn Beck program. We welcome back to the program uh, Ami Horowitz, who a lot of people do man-on-the-street stuff. I believe he is by far the best at this. He gets people to talk and engage, and nobody feels stupid in the end, and you gain some real understanding, uh, and they're great to share uh, with people, especially on the other side. Ami, welcome back.
3: Always a pleasure. Thanks for having me.
0: So let's let's talk a little bit about uh uh the whole idea of there will be an america that we all recognize in 10 years
3: yeah there will be in 10 years for sure 100 uh there's so much gas in the tank from over the past few decades of success that they'll carry us for a decade or two having said that it's the next 10 years which will decide the fate for the next 100 years. We'll know the answer in 10 years. We'll know the direction the country is going in, in 10 years. Of that, I have no doubt. In which direction we will go, it is up in the air and is up to us to fight for us to win that well, we ba- ideological which, battle.
0: We know which direction the, the Biden administration is going to take us. Um, and that is into a whole new... Um, uh, kind of I mean they're they're talking about resetting and doing you know getting rid of capitalism and into stakeholder capitalism, which is not capitalism, it's an oligarchy, so we know that they are on this path right now, and that i mean I think they've got a short time period to pull that off they've got about two years unless they they completely destroyed the election process by then,
3: yeah, one of the most um insidious parts of the left is their changing of the language right Mm -hmm. uh they're 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 denuding of power from words like racism is a meaningless word now right um and and one of the things they've done and if you've noticed it that what the word that the left used most often was equality right that was the buzzword of and what did they change it to
0: you're so right equity equity equity
3: and what does that mean there's a very specific meaning to to their version of the word equity, which means ownership. And what it means is we have to get equal outcomes, right? What was equality? Equal opportunity. That is a disgusting notion to them now. Now they want equal outcome, and that's what equity gives them.
0: Um, Well, I'd love to invite you back tomorrow because you you understand the mind of the left probably better than anybody else. And uh, I'd I'd like to into that mind. Ooh, it's, uh, a, dark mind. it's, it. a, dark it's a dark mind. It's a dark place. Uh, also, Bill O'Reilly will be joining us tomorrow, our Friday episode, You Don't Want to Miss It. And Jordan Peterson today on the podcast. This is
3: the Glenn Beck Program.